The world witnessing the shock of the murder of innocent black man by the name of Allman Aubrey, who while he was taking a jog was hunted down and murdered. Today the house takes a good hard look at these racially charged incidents and the state of society as it marginalizes minorities coming up. Welcome everybody back to the House of Common show. We're back here with all the brothers. Say hello. Yeah, today we're talking about uh, two different things. We're talking about we got Mother's Day coming up, um, as well as we're talking about some turmoil that's happening in the States in terms of uh, violence against minorities. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming up. Before we do this, we want to acknowledge last week, um, Stefan Watson had a baby this week. Hey. Um, yeah. Uh, and Vanessa, they um, they just brought another little child. Yeah, so we uh, we just want to celebrate with the Furon family and congratulate them, and also bless sure. that little child that they will be loved and cherished in this world. On to um, on to this whole case of Ahmad Arbery. Um, if you haven't seen it, there is a case uh, in the states where uh, what appears to be an innocent man was jogging down a street. And uh, from the footage, it looks like uh, two men, possibly a third, were driving. Um, I guess they were driving in their pickup truck looking for this man. Uh, and then they shot and killed him. He was unarmed. Um, so, boys, what do you guys have to say about this? And uh, and then we'll also get into the Sean Reed case after that. Go for it. I'll jump in first. I think the, the, the scary thing about all this stuff is before... You can even be outraged because of the way the world is. You have to kind of wait to see the footage, right? There's been so many times where you you automatically you go and you put out a tweet or you put out a, a post, and then five minutes later you find out this, that, and the other thing. It doesn't justify the end, but it muddles it muddles the story a little bit. And so I found myself reading and seeing the picture at the beginning and going, let me just wait. My natural instinct is to, is just kind of go, ah, the system, ah. And I said, let me wait on this. And then I saw the, and then I saw the video. And if you are online, if you're watching this and you see, if you haven't seen the video, it's, it's not, an e it's not an easy watch. I talked to my wife about it. She said, I can't, I'm not going to watch it because I just don't need to have that in my head. That sort of thing. But ultimately what you see is a young man jogging and because he happens to look like somebody who might have committed a crime earlier in the week or earlier in the month or earlier in the year, two men felt it upon themselves to go after him and, and, and hunt him down. And you see in the video, one of them has a shotgun and you can see him wrestling with this person with this gun to try to get freed. And the other person with the handgun shoots him twice and he dies in the middle of the road. And it brings you back to what we learned in, you know, when I would go to uh, black history, uh, black history camps as a kid in Montreal on Saturday afternoons, I hated going to them. I thought they were the worst thing in the world, but I'm so happy that my parents did that for me. And you learn about the stories of people being followed and lynched and being followed and hunted. And we got, we got to see that in real time in 2020. Like not three years ago, not five years ago. This past week, fam. Yeah, yeah. 
mans were just running. And then, and then here's what happens. And I, I get, let me be on soapbox for a couple seconds. What ends up happening is the media goes, oh, well, did you know when he was 18 years old, he got caught for shoplifting. When he was 16 years old, he got a parking ticket. When he was 15 years old, he took someone's football and he ran with it. When he was three years old, he took someone's toy and he didn't give it back to them at the daycare. And they use this backwards narrative to justify the fact that two men murdered a guy because he looked like somebody, possibly. Because he looked like somebody. And my thought is, we live in, we, so we, this show is in Canada, where we all live. Um, and the chances of the police doing that are not to the heightened degree as we've seen down south. But it's still in your mind going like, wow, if I go jogging, if Barbecue Becky sees me and I just look like the wrong person, it's a wrap for me. Yo, this guy if, said Barbecue Becky. I know. Yo, listen, let, 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 let's speak facts here, though. Yeah, let's speak wow. Facts. Wow, yeah. Speak facts. Yeah, for real. If, if, if Karen sees me at an apartment building and doesn't know that I have a, a cousin that lives in that building, and yes, I said the K word, that's only been <laughs> that's only been a bad word for five months. We are five getting now. If she sees me going to an apartment building and she has the opportunity to say, you can't go in there because I don't know you, and then we get to arguing, the same thing could possibly happen to me. Mm. That, yeah. that, that is both alarming and angering and, 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 and fills it with sadness and dread and worry because the reality is any one of us on this chat and somebody can say, well, it's not fair because here's the reality. Any one of us on this chat can meet the wrong person who's having a bad day and on the wrong day, they choose to make a phone call and that can be the end of us. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. young yeah. man was running, minding his own it's business. Crazy. It's crazy. And, that, and, the, and the, his last effort, this is his last effort was trying to save his own life. Come on, man. And with that, to quote the great yeah. digital Bart Anderson, I yield my time. Man, uh, I gotta be honest. I didn't want to watch the video. Uh, when I first heard it, all I could think of is again. Uh, I didn't need to know what happened. I, just the the headline, just the the conversation starting in on Facebook that another black man gunned down, and uh, the fatigue and the like sadness that just kind of rested on me. And then I thought, you know, to be honest, we talked a little bit about code switching last week and just how I've navigated. Uh, my heritage, uh, how can I not, was was the thing that I had to say. I had to force myself to the table uh, to watch the video, to, to honor our audience as a, as a team, but then also to honor the, the audience of my life, my family, my, my friends uh, who are living with this reality. We got people in Canada, we got people in the States, and I get it, I get it, it's different here, like, like Chris said, but is it? Is it? Are we that different that we don't empathize, that we can't feel, right? I got two great heroes of uh, our culture in establishing um, new norms uh, for us as, as people. They were great leaders. And what would they say? What would they do in this time? And I think that it's important for us to, to be that for the audience that we have. But then also, I think we need more leaders. But even at that point, like I just feel fatigued because will it change to, to, to watch the video of a man going for a run? Like how many of us go running? 
you know, I thought about going running today and I kind of had uh, a hesitation, right? Just trying to get ready for the show of like, yo, where I'm at, I'm in the West. People carry guns. You should see the outrage on some of the Facebook posts of the people that that I know and love based off of the laws that Canada just passed, whether you agree with them or not, just the the tensions of, you know, people have these in their house, next door, the door down, the door down, the door down. And I could be coming around the corner, they don't really know me, right? They never really see me before, who's he? That could be my reality. And, and I'm just, I'm fatigued by it. Uh, it's incredibly maddening. It, it's super sad. And, it's tiring, uh, it is tiring. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to ramble too much, but uh, yeah, I, I, I want to hear what you guys think. I, I, I think I've said enough. Well, it, Cal, it's, you, just, it's tough. Cal, you said something, I, and I, I've said this a few times over the course of my life is, you know, and maybe I took it the wrong way, but I think we are different in Canada. I think there's racism in Canada is different. And I tell people this all the time. I would rather the racism in the United States because it's upfront and it's in your face. And I know, okay, cool. If I don't have to go over there, but you know, I'd rather that than here. I find that people will pretend to your face. And then the second they turn, you turn your back, you know, that's when it comes out. And I've had that experience multiple times working in the public sector and working in front of people and people are nice to your face. But then you hear later on, like, you know, this person's this way, as opposed to, you know, uh, we, we know that person's that way. I don't, okay, cool. I don't have to mess with them. I don't yeah. got to talk with them. I'd rather, I'd rather that. I'd rather have people up front with me. And you know, I don't know if that. I don't know, Cal, if that's what you, what you were meaning uh, when you talked about right. the difference between us uh, up here, or if you were talking about something different. But I just wanted to to jump in on that and just say that yeah. piece real quick. And, and you know, I, yeah, that's I, what I was thinking about. I, I think, like for me. I just, I'm kind of tired of drawing the, the line of saying Canada, America. Mm-hmm. I think it is a black experience. And, and like I said, just with the nature of, you know, our laws and what we can and cannot do in both places, it feels different, but it's not. And, and like, no. I mean, I mentioned Martin Luther and I quoted him on the gram and just, he says, like an injustice anywhere is right. Uh, it's, it's against justice everywhere right and i'm tired of the debating of we are not they like we are that that's that's us that's that's the experience that's the hezzy that we have it's it's just the tension that we have to to walk with and, and i just feel myself becoming less okay with this happening and me not watching and more okay with me saying i'm gonna say something about it right yeah no. And I hear what you're saying, Stefan, in terms of like the, the blatant racism in America versus Canada, where it's kind of just hit it. And sometimes you may feel like that's better. And I've been there too. But at the end of the day, what it would what would be amazing if we got to that, to that place where there just isn't racism. But the reality right. is that's always going to yeah. be a thing. Yeah. Um, but in regards to um, just these the, the incidents, like we have the one from the guy that was jogging and that's crazy. And then we have this one that actually, we haven't even brought it up yet. Uh, it's even more recent dude um, that was in the, the car chase. And uh, we don't know all the details as to what took place there, but at the end of the day, he ended up getting shot and killed uh, by, by police. And for me, the reason why, when I hear these stories, why they um, becomes personal for me is, especially hearing those two, um, I can go back to before I became a follower of Jesus Christ and being 15 and I kind of resonate with the dude that got shot and killed uh, not a couple of days ago or, or yesterday, whenever that was, Sean, um, Sean, Sean Reed, Sean Reed, Sean Reed. Sean Reed. Sean Reed. but um, 
I can remember, I, 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 I'm not gonna lie, I was involved in things, something that I shouldn't have been doing, ended up being a chase, but when I got caught by the police, they ended up beating me like ridiculously. And this is in Canada, y'all, this mm. is in Toronto. I got beat senseless to the point where um, my mom couldn't even recognize my face when, 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 she, when they came to pick me up. That's how bad it was, it was bad. Um, and so there's that instance. And for me, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm in the wrong. And the Sean Reed looks like he was in the wrong, but does that then, uh, give the okay to, to beat somebody down? Or in this case, in his case, to, sh to, to sh shoot and kill somebody in my, in my opinion, my humble opinion, I don't think that that's, that's needed. I don't think the extreme, the, how extreme it gets is, is needed. And then you look at this guy that was absolutely innocent. I've now I'm a believer. I'm, I'm literally driving to church um to to lead a, a a a youth service and on my way to youth service i get pulled over and i'm driving this way the cops going down this way i i look in the rearview mirror and then he he uh, makes a u-turn and comes behind me pulls me over uh within i don't know a minute or two there's three other cruisers and all that happened be and they literally stripped me down i'm literally in just um my my boxers on a street that's right by my church so anybody from my church might see me and that happened because they said i fit the description mm -hmm. of somebody so you're telling me that you just driving this way and i'm going this way i fit the description of somebody that was involved in something like and so it's just it's sad to hear to see this but the reality is is because of the ignorance that's out there a lot of this nonsense happens and um i don't know if we'll ever will stop but it definitely needs to. Mm. Well, let's not get it twisted, guys. Like, I think when we talk about racism in Canada and the States, let's not get it twisted. It's the same spirit, but different tools. Right. That's good. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That, like our government has over the years done a, what I'd like to think is a great job of disarming Canadians, of promoting um, peaceful conflict instead of bearing arms. It's not that we can't own guns in Canada, it's just it's much more difficult to own guns. There's not as much freedom with guns. Um, and in the sense that like there's, there's, there's much more of an aggression and a, um, if you would call ownership of your own property, your own freedoms, your own rights in the States, uh, that in some ways lead to this racism escalating uh, to violence. But it's the same thing in Canada in terms of it's the same spirit behind it. It's, right. it's no different in that way. And I think that when we talk about Canada versus States, Kareem, you're absolutely right, man. Like, man, you get people from rural Canada who, who first, the first black people that they, that they see are when they go to a Blue Jays game uh, in the Rogers Center or whatever it's called right now. You know, Skydome Sky Forever. I don't. Yeah. Skydome Forever. And Jason. And we like, love those what? seats there. We this love the sky seats. what? Oh, I don't know about the sky <laughs> Oh, you know about the sky <laughs> But it's, it's the same thing. Joe right? Clark. Joe <laughs> <laughs> Carter. This guy really did that. That's wild. Oh, yeah. And, and what, I think what gets me is that, like, as as young black men, you know, uh, some of us here, um, most of us here have experience in youth ministry, if not all of us. Um, and I think that part of the, you know, part of the problem man, is that, like, we just don't as as young minorities, we don't have the same freedom to learn and to grow and stuff like it's not that it's not that. And like, forgive me, it's not that white people are not 
acting out and doing these, you know, doing the same things that they're doing um, as our young black people. It's just that when they're confronted with it, it's a lot of times it's a slap on the wrist or or they're just thought better of, you know what I mean? Oh, Johnny right. knew that. So therefore, I'm going to try and de-escalate the situation. Whereas when it's a black person, it's just assumed that it's the worst case scenario. Right. And because that itself is intrinsic racism. Well, we all fit the description. Yeah, right. we all fit yeah, yeah. that five foot five or five foot two to six eleven. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not five foot two. We're we're we're, we're black. So we, we <laughs> no, 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 no. But I but I know what he, I know what he means. I know what he means. I know what he means. Uh, you know, it was like literally, you can go from like the sh- you fit the description of the shortest to the tallest person. It doesn't matter. Right, 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 right. right. Our description is a range. Yeah, a medium range. build. Medium build fits everybody, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of muscular, kind of looks angry sometimes. Please <laughs> don't approach him. That like that's all of us. That doesn't matter. Like light skin, dark skin. That's all it is. Does he look, you kind of think he's black? Okay, he fits the description. That's, you know, that's just a part of, sadly, that's a part of our life. Yeah. Right? That's a part of it. uh, Just to jump in here, I got Twitter running on the side, and uh, both suspects have now been charged with murder. That's uh, the latest update. Well, because they weren't cops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Hello. He was a cop. It, it was yeah, a cop. One, no, one, one of them I apparently think, is a is a retired police correct. officer. That'll mean you can't shoot somebody because you're a retired police officer. He was a retired police officer. That don't mean and nothing. You can't kill somebody for that. Listen, so, but, I, was, I was a retired uh, basketball player. I was once a coach. <laughs> you can't <laughs> walk on. You can't <laughs> walk on the court. Still a civilian. Retired person right now. The moment you retire, you give up your badge. Like, oh yeah, I have the right to be able to shoot anybody. Oh, because I was a cop back in the day. Sorry, man. That doesn't, that doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the citizens' arrest thing. I mean, I just, I have, I have bad words, but listen, like that goes back to Zimmerman is stopping frisk in Florida and everything else. So that that's a slippery slope. Stopping frisk is, is, yeah. is not a good, it's not a good look at all, man. Sorry, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna jump in. Um, I, I kind of feel like the same as Calvin, right? Like I. We're talking about it kind of in like the chat and stuff like that and really wanted to do a a lot of research on it and ended up watching that video. And I think the most disturbing part of that video is the fact that as he's running and approaching this vehicle, he tries to avoid it. He tries to move out, like literally move away from these guys and avoid the altercation. And these guys are instigating this altercation. And I think that that's the part that for me is the most upsetting like this innocent guy like at the point where if he's not innocent you would have seen him instigate that conversation because even for myself where i may lack if i am approached by a couple guys with guns and stuff like that i'm gonna be honest my first reaction isn't gonna be yo let me avoid this situation i'm gonna say something you're gonna yeah. do something. No, I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> run up, get done up. It's Can I really? What happened, right? Oh my god! Like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Can I jump? It's yeah. You go finish, O'Shea. Go finish. It's wild to see that, and I think to kind of touch on like a lot of you guys are saying like the racism is different in the states than it is here. I I would beg to differ, man. I don't I don't think it's different. Um, I think a lot of the times we look at um the racism with with a certain race, a certain group. And we look at a lot of the times we look at what, and I'm going to put it, I'm not even going to put it on quotation. I'm going to just say white people against, not against, but white people with, with black people and racism like that. But us in Canada, we're, we're probably just as bad. If you look at a lot of the Aboriginal people that our government has literally forced out 
right. forcefully. Like we, we forget a lot about, about that. Like that's not something that uh, is happening or has happened 50 years ago, hundred years ago. Like that's stuff that's happening right now. Mm. There's a lot of stories that we don't hear about our Aboriginal people because those stories don't come down to us. So I honestly don't think that we're that far off from the States. I feel like, yeah, it might be a little bit different mm -hmm. in a sense of certain stuff, but we're, we're unfortunately not that far off. And even the reality of it, and I think Adam may have touched on it a little bit, like us as believers, us as people of faith, we understand that no sin is greater than the other. We understand that if you shoot someone and kill someone, you're looked at the same way by God if you were to tell a lie. And the same thing happens when it comes to racism. If we look at racism as this overlapping thing, then no matter if someone is verbally being racist or physically and bringing that to an altercation of racism, it's still the same root issue of racism that just needs to stop. So I don't even think we should be looking at it in that sense of, oh, it's worse in the States because people are getting shot or it's not as bad here because it's subliminal and it's more verbal and it's more behind the scenes kind of thing. Adam, you gonna jump in? Yeah, it's just a quick headline that, you know, I'm reading, I, I just progressively reading up on this and it's just insane that like the, the GA, the former uh, Georgia district attorney um, didn't feel, didn't see grounds for arresting white men who shot and killed Ahmad. Like that's insanity. You, you, you reverse that role, and it, and it's like, are you kidding me? They're kicking in your door without even, without even the proof, without even the proof of a video. They're kicking in your door. They're dragging you out. It's just, it's, it's absolutely, uh, it's mind-boggling. And they're doing that on national television, by the yeah, way. Yeah, of course. Look at OJ Simpson. Yeah. Oh boy. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's I mean it's it's a whole other thing, but the reality well, is it's a, it's a production. It's always I get, a production. I get, I get, what, you, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's always a production. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's always a production. Live on cops. All right, Bart. My thing is always like how do we how do we get here and how do we move forward individually and other people? The getting here part, I don't know if there's a remedy. Uh, I, I strongly agree with O'Shea. It is the same thing uh, here as it is in the States. Um, it may it may present itself in different ways and it may have different outlooks, but it just, it's so, it hurts so much when you see this type of stuff happen because you, you it's not just a loss of life, but it's a loss, the loss of potential. And we need more of that potential. You know what I mean? Like we are a people and this is a senseless loss of life too. Yeah. Right. And I, like, I always just think of like, how is it that this still happens, happens. that people yep. of different races and different cultures still, first of all, believe that you have the right to take someone's life. I don't think a black person could do that. You know what I mean? In the sense, in the sense of, I feel so enraged right now that this white person or another race has been breaking into homes into my neighborhood. I'm just going to go out and start shooting people or shoot somebody that I see that could be that person. Well, the, the, um, re the reason why that still exists goes into what Adam said. It's that the whole spirit behind it is still exists. Like that hasn't mm -hmm. stopped the spirit yeah. that from, from, from hundreds of 
years ago still exists to this day. And when we're talking about Canada versus America, it's it's it is the same. The difference is the 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 release that that individuals have or the the yeah. ability to be able to do it. But yeah, I just want that. Yeah, hate, hate speech in Canada versus hate speech and and how people are allowed to the freedom of speech rather in the United States are very prominent things. We have we have a lot of Americans would say oppressive speech in terms of how I can talk about another race or another group of people. Whereas in the States, it is very much what I say is my right to its core or whether it's wrong or whether it's inflammatory or whether it hurts you. Um, so it, it's one of those things where it, there is a difference in how we approach um, conflict. But at the same time, I, I just, I can't get over the fact that people of different races still view somebody with a different skin tone uh, with, with malice in the sense that if it's dark outside, because I also am dark, now people are afraid and they get afraid to the point where they call the police or afraid to the point where they walk on the other side, they cross, afraid to the point, you know what I'm saying? But it, the mm. inverse is not true. It's never bright enough outside that y'all, I'm gonna cross the street because there's too many light-skinned people, white people or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, how is it that because my nose is broad and I got big lips and I got furry hair or whatever the case is, somehow there is there is a, a disconnect that, he, we're all still humans. I, I still can't get over. Like, I know there's a lot of history in America. Because we're not all viewed as humans. But, it, but okay, but guys, it's, it, it, it's a little bit more than that because it's, it all comes down to we are not fighting a battle of flesh and blood. For sure. We're, 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 we're fighting a sinful nature and that's going to manifest and that manifests in how we talk to each other, how we interact with each other, how we deal with each other. Because when you read this article, you read something about the DA, uh, you, you, what you didn't realize is that's the third DA. Mm. Two other DAs actually recused themselves from the case. Because they had oh, how, how could that be? Because they had be such a blatant, a blatant crime, and DAs uh, are recru- recruiting themselves because they from had conne- because they had connection with the man who shot them. Because the man was a former police officer. And, and how does that stop you from being from practicing justice? That's because, what I want to. Know. Well, yeah. but here's the other thing: that this this shooting didn't happen last week or this week. It happened in February. Right. So a whole other factor. That's a whole other factor. Whereas it happened in February, and now they're just getting to it, and they're going to bring it to a grand jury. But because of everything, the grand jury might not even happen until June, right. July, or August. So there's a whole messed up thing there. But then you go to the next one with Sean Reed, and that's a little bit more murky because you know if you watch the Facebook video, he's taunting police. He's say, he's mm, calling the mother effort this. He's doing this. And so yeah. then you've got one side of a man who's walking perfectly fine, has no problem, and then another man who's antagonizing people. Right. And you're like, man, why are you making people look at us like that? And mm-hmm. to make it all even worse. The man who shot him, the police officer who shot him, was black. Yeah. 
So what's going to happen there? That's a whole nother story because that's all of a sudden, sudden it, is he, is he going to get charged all of a sudden? Yeah, but that's, and now that's, he's going to get charged. That might be the, also the reason why we've heard of that. We've heard of that story right, right off the bat. Yes, it was on Facebook live, but that, that whole black cop thing, they made sure that got out quick. Oh, of course they did. Of course. And that's my it point. Was, it was but sad to see it. It was evident. That's my so, point. So, so is it the result is the same then, whether you're a law abiding citizen who is innocent or whether you're a criminal who is flaunting his flagrant disregard for the law, you end up dead. That's, that's the message. Then. Well, the message, I, you, uh, I think the message is that can't be the message. We have to try right. and change the narrative. That can't be the message, but that's the message, man. That is the message. That's and, the, yeah, and, when I, and when I'm saying that, I'm not saying that loosely because like I told you guys off, off air last week, uh, there, every stage of my, uh, my life, I have been pulled over by cops. Junior high, high school, middle-aged, uh, young, young adult, and middle-aged young uh, adult now. I've been either profiled or whatever. But the thing is, you have to decide how you're going to act. Um, because we can act in t- two ways. One of us, one is will get us killed for sure. <laughs> or the other way, at least we have a chance to survive and see our kids and our family. We've all had the talk, no? Yeah. The problem is that we have to have the talk. That's yeah. the thing because right. I distinctly remember in in high school talking about the talk to some of my white friends, and they had no clue. Hundred uh, percent. No, they don't get it. And I was like, "What do you mean you haven't had the talk? Yep. The talk is different for them. The talk is totally different for them. The talk is if you're in trouble, you go to these people. Right." Right. For us, the talk is, hey, right. when these people come to you, hands up and you, you or hands mouth- on the dash. Exactly. And you don't mouth off like you normally yeah. would. Don't make don't make any big movements. We all know exactly. what it is. like music. Just chill. Put your hands on the dash and literally answer. Yes, sir. No, sir. Whatever they do, you do what you, you know. Oh, my goodness. Because a 14 year old is threatening to a police officer and they can they can get agitated and then a gun could go off or a beating could happen because this is so, what happens. So here, here's the so I'm, I'm listening to, to everyone and I'm agreeing and I'm angry with all of you at the same time. And I'm not angry at you, but just angry at the topic that we're talking about. Because, and someone said it, if you act the fool, there's a, there's a very strong possibility. And I said, like, if you act a certain way, there's one way you might end up being shot. And the other way, if you don't do those things, you might end up going, you end up going end home up with your kids. Yeah. But you still, I mean, um, Tyrese, uh, Tariq Rice, He's playing cops and robbers at 12 years old with a BB gun outside in the park with his friends in the park and police don't even get the chance to even say, what are you doing? He's a child kid playing with, with, with a toy in, in Walmart. It's not even like he's doing, he's not running. He's just playing. Someone sees him. They make a phone call. They make a judgment call. A guy is sitting in his own apartment building eating ice cream and a woman walks in and says, Oh, you're in my apartment and caps him. Instead of and saying freeze or, freeze, you're under, or why, what are you doing? Or whatever. Or, or whatever else or making yourself known. She shoots him immediately, immediately. And then gets, and then gets five, gets, she gets 10 years, gets five years and probably out three years for good behavior. And on top of that gets hugged by the black judge. I, I, I understand and forgive me for being uh, negative. 
forgive me for being negative because I, I, I want to see this be better, but it doesn't get better until people understand that this is actually frustrating to people like us. Because we know that we know that among ourselves, but people who are watching this, who we have, we all have friends, and most of us have spouses who are who are Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> What's the ratio? What's the ratio? Let's not do that. Let's no, quick, quick maps. No, 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 no. eight to maps, one. Yeah. <laughs> we all have friends of our, and and so and 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 the idea of saying, well, oh, the, well, you know, when the police come, you know, just just let them do whatever they want. I could still die by doing, we know we've all had the talk. I know exactly when I get pulled over, my license and my registration are out of the window immediately, immediately, or they're on my front seat and my hands are on 12 and two immediately. And I could still, my, I still might not get home. That's the, that's the, the, the scary part is that you can do all of the right things and you can meet a bad cop. And, and that's the end of it. A couple of things. I just want to say a couple of things. So I was writing some stuff down, right? Um, Adam mentioned, you know, the idea of, um, of white disarming de-escalation versus black automatic escalation. You, we see it right now happening in, in the States. Right now we're in the midst of COVID and we have people who are protesting yeah. yeah. The opening up of wow. hair salons and the, the protesting, the opening up of bar uh, of, of bowling alleys. And what do we see? We see grown men with American flags around their necks, around their mouths, and they are carrying automatic, semi-automatic weapons in front of police and they're yelling their heads off and they're stepping on the flag. And I can't help but say, wait a minute. That's not the escalation because in 1964, the Mulford Act was signed in California by then governor, now known as President Ronald Reagan, to remove the ability to hold firearms in public in California. Why? Because in Oakland, California, the Black Panther Party was carrying guns to protect and patrol their neighborhoods because the police were not coming there. And so they made a law making it illegal to carry guns in California, not to protect citizens, but to make sure that particular party of young black men were unable to actually go and hold arms because God forbid they protect their neighborhood that the police were going to. And yet we're able to see in 2020 grown men yelling at police officers, yelling at them. And you, and if you go and watch that on YouTube and then watch how people were treated in Ferguson in St. Louis after regardless of what Michael Brown did and how the story came out to see police treat the people of Ferguson and burn that city down to the ground versus somebody in, in Michigan or wherever else or in Texas say, this is my right. There's, there's a problem. And I think that we, a part of the solution that Andrew is saying is us having this sort of conversation in real time and sharing the frustration that we all feel so that hopefully somebody watches this and goes, I need to do something different. I need to be better. I need to, to change my mentality on it because it's, 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 it is, it is sinful nature. It is sinful nature. I agree with that. But the problem with the idea of sinful nature is that there are people in both America and in the States who are using scripture to define and defend why they are doing what they are doing. Can I ask a quick question? Can I ask a quick question, Chase? Uh, I'm about to type it in. Like, is there a Christian response? 
What's what is the godly Christian moral response? I have a response of, to that. Actually, please, yeah, Andrew, like, teach like, me. Like, like, I, I need someone to pray I, for I, me. I, I, let me let, let, let like let, like mine is probably not as good as Andrew's. So I will see the power. <laughs> Andrew, raise a hallelujah. I, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We'll raise you know a hallelujah. I will sing. A, I will sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. There you louder go. than my own. Um, the presence of my enemies. You know right? what? Let let me oh, know. Right. Hold on. I will I will share your stop stop i'm gonna i'm gonna share what i'm gonna say i'll share it after tim and jason i want to hear them first and then i'll i'll, I'll respond to you because i do have actually a response to what you just said bart but Thank i want to hear jason and uh tim first uh it's for me it's i can honestly say it's like i have grown callous mm. uh to hearing of another uh black man person of color uh, getting gunned down uh, by uh, a white man or white woman, someone who is white. Uh, it's, it's truthfully, it's like it's one of those things that, um, like when it happened in February, I I didn't know anything of it. I was probably busy doing something else, and it was only uh, now that uh, this like picked up steam on social media that I'm, I'm only hearing about what's going on. And it's one of those things that truthfully, uh, I have grown callous to it because it's one of those things we look at what is the Christian response and everything else. And you have people on varying sides where they'll just be like, it's like, you know what? You just shut up, you put your head down and you keep on going because there is no other way to, I survive it's like this is going to be our re reality uh f within our lifetime and then you have other people that are like let's make a stink let's burn the house down uh it's because they're not going to treat us any different anyways um but it's, it's something that for me i really don't know um mm. i can't stand there with an articulate or well thought out <laughs> answer uh, it's just something that when I think of it and like even uh, talking about like the Christian response uh, with that question, it's like for me, I would say the big problem for ourselves is that we as a society, as a humanity as a whole, have lost sight of the fact that we are all made in God's image. Uh, and it's something that you you see that within within Genesis when God says and let us make man in our image, uh, and then in Genesis chapter three they eat the fruit, and then literally all hell breaks loose and you have people killing each other. You have uh, people looking upon uh, their elders and seeing their nakedness and people's skins being darkened and everything else which is a point of reference that like Christian white supremacists will use as to why uh, we are inferior. Mm. Uh, and right. it's, it's just one of those things that when you look at it, it's like, it, it's like, I, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I was talking to a friend and she asked me a question. Do you think people can change? And my response was like, I'm a pastor. If I don't think people can change, then what am I doing with my life? It's good. It's uh, true. But it's hard. 
especially when you see moments like that or uh, I remember uh, back in Bible college I was uh, on a travel team and we went to a town uh, north of Guelph, Ontario I, I won't say where uh, but uh, we were two things happened uh, we had a a host that had been living in that town for about 45 years. Uh, and that town itself is not on uh, the the top of the list for new immigrants uh, immigrating to Canada and deciding to make Ontario their home. So for 45 years, the world surrounding them has changed. But in that little town, it's still white. And it's like we're there and uh, it's me, uh, it's myself, another friend of mine who's uh, Sri Lankan uh, and then a white guy. And it's like we're sitting at the dinner table without without even him saying anything. The host is like, so how long were you a Muslim before you were a Christian? Oh, dead. <laughs> and <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead. Wow. Calvin, I had a lie. I had a lie and said, no, 14 years, bro. 14 years. I had a lie. But the reality is, what's funny about that? You guys think that that's a one-off, but I've got it's not. It makes. No, we all got we all got stories. We all got stories. We all got stories. It, it, it was it was one of those things that like the next morning, uh, it's like after finished leading worship uh, Sunday, a little girl came up to me and was like, "How did you get here?" And I was like, "Oh, we rented a van," and <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> and oh and, and drove uh, from uh, Peterborough And she looked at me weird It's like But aren't you supposed to be in Africa? Oh god Yeah but is that Now is that just not I mean when you're like that When you're that far north And like nobody comes to visit like I North, no. well, don't justify it. That's ignorant. Oh, oh okay, well, no, my bad, my bad. Well, yeah, it's, like, it's like thirty minutes. It's thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Well. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought about fifty years ago, fam. Like, I was trying to defend. I was trying to defend people, but I can't defend yeah, well. No, That's too defend close. Them, man. <laughs> I, I want to hear what Jason has to say. That day. What do you guys say? Fun this? guy. Fun guy. Fun guy. Fun guy. Especially considering he's from the states. Yeah, yo, he's American perspective. You know, when just just after hearing the story and, you know, I, I know that the video was out and I I didn't want to see the video because uh, I've heard the story before, seen the situation. Um, nine times out of ten, the people who do the shooting or who do the killing do not get off. And unfortunately, that's that's just America. And yeah, if, if I can say just like the whole, is some of the differences that I've seen from America and Canada is America has always been a violent country. As a matter of fact, since its existence, I think it's only been out of war maybe 10 years. So whether that be World War II, War eighteen twelve, whatever, Vietnam, uh, America, and even even just how people act. One thing I've noticed since I since I became a resident here in Canada is people are nicer or more polite. And this is all the way around the board. This is all nationalities, all races. You go to America, everybody wants to fight. You do something wrong, people want to fight. <laughs> I'm gonna step on your shoes, people want to fight. You look at someone. You know, people shoot. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. I would have messed with a guy that's wearing black Air Force ones to begin with. Yes. That's, I mean, that's, but that's a standard that. across the board. He's got that's two guns. Thing. He got two guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, got the heater. 
So it's like when just seeing everything and and even being a part of those type of situations. I know everyone gave gave their stories about issues with like police, and you know I had my issues that um, I'm I'm not going to go in detail with, but living with that fear every day. And just like what Chris was saying, knowing and understanding, hey, okay, if I get pulled over by the police, anything can happen. And so it's, it's, it's such a tough situation that it takes prayer. And the issue with America is always from politics and racism. America has not gone over racism. Nothing has really changed. I mean, if it really, if you think about it ever, um, you know, with, with, the, with the Civil War ending in the 18. Uh, 65. And even though, even though, okay, it said blacks were given freedom, blacks weren't given freedom. You know, uh, my, my family, the Randalls, they originated from, from Virginia. And so they were able to get land, but eventually the white man started to, to take their land and they weren't able to get it back. So the point I'm trying to say is that all throughout history, there's always been issues mm. in the States and nothing has really changed. And even right now, even from our present on down, there's two Americas, right? Literally, there's two Americas. Right. And even in the church, there's a difference, a, a divide in the church. You you have most whites who vote Republican. You have most blacks and other minorities who vote, uh, who vote in, in Democratic. And so there's, 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 there's no, there's no cohesion. I mean, nothing has really come together. And so even right now, it seems like that you would think the countries are going you know, that the, the country would be getting closer. It's actually going apart. And so what that means is people like us, it's dangerous. And so I will say one thing, I do feel like I'm safer here. Uh, but, um, you know, as far as people responding to me and even, even, um, even my, my mother used to tell me about the story about my grandfather. So, so my grandfather fought in World War II and, but he never went, he didn't like going to the South because he saw a black soldier much. So he would always come up to Canada every summer with him and my grandmother. And he did that for as long as I can remember. He would come up here and they would come up here every year. They would, they literally went all over Canada because they felt safe up here. And so it's, 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 it's really sad. And, and, and the worst part about it is we don't know how long it's going to take for things to change. Even when Obama became president, I'm like, yeah, you know, we're, we're on the right track. And then seeing Trump in this whole, uh, you know, just starting with his campaign and just seeing, you know, you know, people are saying, okay, he's not going to be president. He, 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 he's not going to get nominated. And then for him to be nominated and run on, under his ticket and then bring out more fear, bring out more racism and bring out more hate and violence. And, and, and the reality is I, America needs a needs a lot of prayer, and I know that. And I'm just going to close and say I know that there's racism and hate in pretty much every country in the world. If if they're you know whether it's the caste system or or just skin color or background or, or refugees, there's if anytime there's humans, there's always going to be a difference, mm-hmm. or there's always going to be some group of people who are not going to want to mix or be around each other. But it's just really sad, and you know, and and. The only thing that I can see changing is when people of color get in a position to actually be in the judicial system to to be judges. Even one of my friends, Marilyn, who who was the was the DA in Baltimore, was able to make sure that the Freddie Gate, excuse me, Freddie Gray case was taken care of. But she happened to be a black woman. If she wasn't a black woman, then those officers might have got off. 
Mm. Um, so I'm going to respond to what Bart, uh, his question about, is there a Christian response? And the truth is you guys might not like my response, but the truth is this is what the response is. When we look at injustice, we always have to look at injustice through the lens of Jesus Christ. And the ultimate injustice was done to him. It wasn't done to us as much as we want to claim that things have happened to us, which it has. The ultimate injustice was done to Jesus Christ. And when we look at it through that lens and take it through that lens, we're able to not necessarily forget all that has happened, but we're able to embrace what has happened a little bit more because we understand that there's been injustice all throughout the centuries. There's been injustice to the Jews. There's been injustice to all different sorts of different people from all over the world for centuries. And so we have to look at it through the lens of Christ. We can't look at it through any other way. And when we see what he went through, the things that he took on for the human race as a whole, we then have to say, okay, God, you did this for me. I have to now walk in an upright position. Now, is that fair? No. But if we're going to look at fairness, then what Jesus Christ did for us is not fair. Yeah, I feel you in, like in a, I mean, it's, it's the ultimate ace to say, yo, yeah. but Jesus. And I just, I mean, I, Josie, I, like, like, like I appreciate it, but I can't see, um, I can't see it like that. And now I'm not saying that forgiveness isn't uh, important. I'm not saying that the, the long suffering of, you know, continuing to pray to see a, a different result of what we're experiencing today isn't what needs to be done. I think those are important virtues and that that's valid, but Jesus got taken out because he was an antagonist to systems. Nobody was checking for Jesus at 28. We don't read that. Nobody was gunning them down at 14 years old when he was challenging thought. You know what I mean? Like, I just, but, but I'm not I'm talking, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, like I'm not talking like about being an antagonist though. I'm talking about just pure, strictly injustice, period. But, but because if you're, you're by, by your, to, but by your, but even by your reasoning, even by your reasoning, you're right. Jesus didn't do anything. No, he but antagonized what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that, like he did, he did antagonize them. It, it, the things he was doing drove them to do what they did to him. Sure. He wasn't out for a run to stay healthy. That, no. That's not a similar injustice. He, he wasn't walking down the street with Skittles and, and, and a Snapple and, and falsely accused. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I get it, but I don't, I just can't level with like, that can't be a universal thought of like, well, it's bad and bad stuff happened to Jesus too. Like, it's just not the same thing. It, it, it may not be the same thing, but if we are going to say that what is happening to us is greater than what has happened to Jesus Christ, then we've got our lives totally messed up and mixed up. Well, I don't think anyone's saying that though. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that that's, no, but, that's not but what I'm, I'm saying. No, I know. But I'm saying what we have to do is we have to, we, we have no other choice because the more we start to think about it and the more like you, you're doing right now, the more yeah. you start to think about it, the more you're going to get yourself frustrated, the more you're going to get yourself angry and the more you're going to then begin to hate other people. And if yeah, we I, have to live a life of not hating other people, yeah. we have to lay it down at the cross. There's no other option. Yeah, I don't for think sure. It, I like, go ahead. She got it. Go. Yeah. I don't think it has to do with hate though. Like 
So this is just coming from an example. This is just this January. I took my youth group 45 minutes out of Scarborough, 45 minutes. And we went snow tubing. My youth group has people of minority. There's probably a couple white kids in, in, in that youth group. And when we go to a place 45 minutes outside of Scarborough and we're taking a group photo to post on Instagram and a group of white kids with their parents in front of them walk by my group and go, oh my gosh, this is the Corona group. I'm not like, that's a hard sell to now look at my youth group and go, oh guys, don't worry. Jesus went through oppression. So this is nothing for you guys. That's a tough sell. That's a whole conversation Mm. on that bus to be like, Hey guys, what they said isn't right. And I have to do give them praise because no one looked at those kids and was ready to square up because if that was me when I was their age, yeah, someone would have got punched. And, and, and in saying that, and I agree with you, like this summer, and I even told Kareem this, this summer, I'm at the airport and all of a sudden I'm getting the full frisk because they said, they, they just looked at me and said, and let me do a check. So they did a check on me and said, you have, we have to do a full search of you because you have 1% TNT. Where am I going to have TNT from? Where am I going to have bomb making materials? You want, you want to know where it's from? <laughs> from your from your musical giftings. Ah, yeah. Download a little see the Lord. See the Lord. Because that's the bomb. Because that's the bomb. So, but to bring it back, to bring it back, Andrew, Andrew, to bring it back. So, are you saying the 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 approach, the response, the posture is forgiveness? Is that I just trying to find out, like, you know what I mean? Like, what what is the real response? I'm saying I'm saying our posture as black believers has to be a posture of just brokenness and humbleness towards God. Can I I jump in real quick, Addy? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hear what I do hear what Jonesy is saying, and and something that helps me even to kind of even more so understand like even you Cal right now you have somebody to the right of you in terms of them when we look at your screen um uh, a young um Dr. Martin Luther King and man he he went through a whole lot but his posture was that of what Jonesy is saying like well, I'm not going to retaliate I'm still going to show them love I'm still going to think and it's tough and everybody else there's uh, there was a ton of, ton of individuals around him that said yo you're crazy now we got to do it, you know, militant way or, you know, every other next way, but it, it didn't necessarily that, that response, we all know this, that that response does not actually bring about change. We're now how many years later and more than any other movement, the thing that's brought about change was like something like what Martin Luther King did. And I know that it's tough. But but that movement of loving through the mess, loving through the herd and the oppression and all that, uh, it, it probably is um, the, the 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 response that we that we should be taking. But can I? Am I gonna honestly say that that's easy for me personally? No, because I'm I'm I'm, I'm with you, Cal. Like the amount of things that has happened, and I've gotten better with it over with age. The amount of things that's happened in my lifetime is just like, yo, this is crazy. Like even Jonesy was there even recently when we went to that that youth conference, and we're taking a photo with my leaders, and we're all black, and literally these are church folks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh look, yo, it's the the Christian NW. <laughs> 
at, at NWC? NWC? Well, who's this? No. Which church? Name no, the church. Up, Go ahead. Don't say no, 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 We're not I'm doing sorry. that. Hold on, sorry, my bad. But yo, this was. When was this? I gotta, I gotta go. We're not saying when. This is the Christian end. We can't say where. We can't say where. We can't say where. We're not gonna say where, but this was an event that we were at. It, it is within our, our, our. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. I think. No, I agree with you, Jonesy, and I think, guys, as as believers. We aren't actually called to do the easy thing. We're called to do the hard thing, right? The the only way we can do some of this stuff is we need the Holy Spirit, right? Like that's the only way we can do these things is through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a daily, like, listen, Holy Spirit, you got to help me because I can't do this. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I so wholeheartedly agree with what Jonesy said, because that is our only option. And the only way we can do these things is through the Holy Spirit. Like I, like I, I see uh, no other way. I agree. I agree with you. So no I agree way. to a point. Chase. But I, but I think I'm I, I, like, I agree to a point. However, <laughs> however, I think there's an add on. Cause if we simply say, Listen, it's like the person going like, "I got a job. I'm just going to pray to the Holy Spirit, and then something is going to happen." Oh no! But there's, yeah. but there's oh, action behind. It. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> right? We can't just go like, "Oh, I just need." Listen, we got to look at look at Jesus, and then go, "Okay." Like, there's there has to be along with that, there needs to be action steps. Right. And I think that's I think that's, that's the question that part really asks. Right? Like, it's like mm. it's not just a posture of the mind, but what's the posture of our feet afterwards? Right. Like, because there has to, there has to be that ability to be able to say, okay, yes, I forgive, and now when I go out, I do this. So I love um, what 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 Jason said. We need people in the judicial system. We need we need uh, people of uh, people of different races in the educational field because we haven't even talked about the, the disparity between between education depending on where you live and the color and 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 and, uh, and your city and all this sort of stuff. Right. What if we have people who who look like the people who are disfranchised and not getting the same amount of education? The same thing with sports and and sports across the board, not just the sports that we're good at, but across the board. What we what we need is Don't because if not, then all we all we have is. All we have is Jesus and Jesus and weeping. It's all we have. And we have multiple funerals where grandmothers and grandfathers are weeping, saying, God, why, God, why? We've sung the songs. We've done the thing. We've trusted you. And, and we've done, Martin did everything right. And he stood on a balcony and got a bullet in the head. Mm. Yep. No, you're right. All right. You know what I'm saying? And listen, and listen, and listen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we got to move on. I know we got to move on. No, I'm not even going <laughs> to... That that's and you know we, we we joke about we joke about seeds, but the seed of love is planted in the ground, uh, in, on 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 that April fourth in Memphis. Okay. Yeah. And that 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 idea and understanding of love still transfers to today. That being said, however, it still requires us to do something with that love instead of just going like, well, Martin went through it, and right. and somebody sat on a bus. Okay, we shall overcome. Because yeah. we have all those. Sorry, all we have, we have all those. We have all those things, and all these things can still happen. So yes, I agree with the understanding that we have to recognize Jesus went through injustice, but Jesus also had action steps for his people to deal with the injustice. And what we need to be doing is discovering and deciding and figuring out together what are the proper action steps. Right. Yeah. To protect ourselves and to, yeah. to protect ourselves and to prepare because many of us have sons in this room. 
how do we prepare our sons? How do we prepare that? How do we prepare for the next generation? Right now, Adam, uh, Hosky, I know you're about to jump in and close, but <laughs> here's too, this, this chat's too lit, though. This chat's too lit. It, it is. So I just want to clarify: one, two, three, four, five. When it comes to the like fundamental beliefs of forgiveness and grace, as received, so we give. I agree with that. Yeah, Watson, I do agree that through this, the guidance of Scripture, through meditation and prayer, the Holy Spirit leading us towards the steps that. Uh, Chase is saying that we need to have. I agree with that. But what I don't agree with is apathy. Right? I'm not saying that the posture of prayer and hope is apathetic. But what I'm saying is if we're just praying and hoping, when will we see that progress? Now, a friend of some of ours posted on Facebook today, uh, James Baldwin. I, I live in a world where James Baldwin has never been in. He died before I was born. And he communicates you, you've had time. You, you had the time of the people before me. You've had my time. You will continue to have time. At what point is time enough to see the progress that we're all hoping for? I know that's not a Christian uh, worldview, maybe. Maybe I know he was not a believer. And so maybe people will think ill of me quoting him. But then let's think of another person that is prominent in our in our scope or our world. Dietrich Bonhoeffer mm -hmm. lived in a Germany where Christians did nothing. They sat and said, well, Hitler's doing what he's doing and we don't agree with it, but the Bible says we should pray. What if each and every one of them actually had actionable steps that said we see an injustice and if it costs us our lives, if it costs us our reputation, if we don't get the influence that we have to continue moving forward in the hopes that we have, who cares? We rescued and I just think that like we just keep waiting and we keep praying and, and we've become numb. We've become desensitized. And and Jonesy, what you're saying is true. I'm not disagreeing with it. But when it comes as this is the Christian perspective and it's spoken in broad strokes, right? Because what does it mean to be Christian? What does it mean to be black and Christian? It, it can be like confusing, convoluted. And, and to me, I just, it just seems passive to say, well, just pray. Jesus yeah. just went through it. And that's just my thoughts. And I, I never said not to pray, though. I never said just to no, pray. No, no, no. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. say that you did, but I'm just saying that general, like, Christian response. Yeah, sure. like, no, let me we're all let Christians in this chat, and, and we're not agreeing. Child, let's let's see, so how do you go? How do you go? It's not even that I want to close this. Actually, it, it might even open up more discussion. But I think that if we are putting a dichotomy between uh, social activism and and a Christian response, because that, that kind of seems like we're, what, we're, what we're juxtaposing here, then we've actually missed the kingdom of God and the way that Christ usurped culture to bring about new culture. 100%. And I'll be mistaken Go. to think that that Christ's movement was non-militant. The, the term non-militant, he was non-violent in the way that he did it. But Christ was militant in the way that he went through his things. Martin Luther King led a militant, they marched, he led, they led a militant movement, but it was non-violent. And I think that this is the thing that when we talk about the Christian approach to this thing the kingdom of god suffers violence and the violence take it then the violence take it by force you want to talk about aggressive expansion you look at the way in which christ discipled his people he commissioned them and then he sent them out into the world in the same way we have a model through the gospel of jesus christ in which to enrich our culture to in which to teach our young people when you look at the children of israel when they were 
in exile. When God, God commanded through the prophets, not that they sit there in exile and wait to be rescued, but what he said to them was, listen, sit down, plant homes, intermarry, get into the community in there. And then in that way, you will see the vindication of the people. We, we, the, it's, we cannot be passive about this, right. but we cannot be violent. Right. But we, that, that's the thing is that so I, to, to some point, Andrew, I totally agree with you in terms of we need prayer. O'Shea, you talked about the Holy Spirit. We need prayer. We need the Holy Spirit. But we also need action. And Christ commands us to act, not just in this regard, but in terms of the greater kingdom of God. When we look at this, justice is not a black people thing. Justice is a God principle. This is an entire world thing. Ooh. As we enact the kingdom of God, we actually Ooh. begin to see not only I felt us, that one right there. But we, we begin to see justice for all. And that's what we're pushing for. It's not that we want to see black supremacy. This isn't white or black supremacy. This is equality. You're preaching right now. Jesus, man. Kingdom of God. And that's why I said, let me on the damn mic so I could say this. Yo, bro, I'm about <laughs> to hold on my seat and start hold on, hold on, hold on, on my house hold on. right now, bro. That was really good. And I love what you said. Uh, and so, no, I'm not rebutting it. Yeah, but yeah. I think you guys are mistaking what I'm saying. Because I never once said that prayer is what we needed. I never once said that. No, 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 no. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew thought about, was recognizing of Jesus. And my thought is, my, my position is our, our heart's position. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, we need to have plans. Yes, we need to go forward. Yes, we need to be strong. Yes, we need to educate. But there's a fine line between us learning to move militantly and moving militantly with anger and hate. Yep. And That's we can point, easily right? cross that line. And I'm right. saying in order for us to move militantly, we have to have the right posture in our hearts and in our minds. We have to have the right posture of saying, because yes, Jesus moved militantly. You are right. But he also did it in love militantly. Mm -hmm. You never saw him in scripture hate against the people, even the Pharisees. He right. never hated against them. He rebuked them. He corrected them. He said, you are doing wrong here. But he gave them an opportunity for all to be a part of what he was doing. No, they I know not to do that. And I hear what you're well, saying. Let's, let's be careful that we our posture is in the right place as we move militantly, because we can easily go off the wrong side and get right. into being hateful and being looking at somebody the wrong way because we're so right. angry of all the things that are taking place. We take it out on somebody when Jesus never yeah. did that. So let's be careful with that. Yeah. yeah, and 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 so I hear what you're saying. I think that the issue um, on the flip side of that, uh, Drew, is that we've been our posture because we've used in is to what Calvin was saying. We've had that kind of just blank statement. Look what Jesus has done, and we've distorted it, and we haven't actually had any action. So I do agree that there has to be some sort of action to Adam's thing, but I also agree with you that the heart of it has to come from a place of love. I think where we need to get to it as a, as a people, uh, and, and and not just black people, just uh, the, the the people of God, is that we need to literally have some sort of posture of living on mission with the gospel of Jesus. Christ, and I think that that's that's where we're, 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 we're we've missed it as a as a as a body. We're talking about Canada and the states. The issue that we have in Canada and the states is that the way we do church life is very passive. It's it's not it's not from part of reactive. 
we're reactive and we're not in the heart of living on mission for the gospel. Our, our, our way of doing it is we have these buildings. We, we call people to come to these buildings. Whoever comes, comes. But we don't have any type of plan in place to actually bring God's kingdom here on earth. Like that, that's, that's not something that we do very, very intentionally. And Jason spoke about it earlier, about even having people in place. But that's what we have to do. We need to have kingdom-minded people infiltrating all uh, spheres of influence within society and we need to be intentional about that we're talking about the plan and what we should do bart this is your i'm going to add on to a response our response is basically a combination of everybody else in my opinion is we 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 need to have the the posture of, of of love that sacrificial love that christ had for us but we do need to live on mission in the same way christ uh, was living on mission for the gospel. And that mission has to be something that is not passive, that is very intentional. And that we're literally, when he says, when he talked about even going to all, all, all the earth, um, like we need to say, let's go into all the different spheres of influence and infiltrate uh, people with having people with the, with a godly mindset. If we don't do that, we will still continue to be in the same place that we've been in, in for years. We need to, have, and this may not change and it won't change within the next hundred years. But if we're intentional to continue at this thing over time, there might be that time where we get to that place because we were intentional as a people to make this happen. Where we see uh, other religions doing that, Christians are not doing that. And that's something that we need to do. I mean, even that thought of like what we've been saying for a while about, yeah, this is something that we're not going to see in our lifetime. I think even that we need to change our mindset, even on that thought alone. If we keep speaking that into existence as spiritual beings, we understand what we're doing to ourselves. We need to eliminate that whole sentence out of our vocabulary for a lot of the married people here. One thing that in my household with my wife, we don't say the word divorce. That's not an option. That's we don't option. utter that word because it's not a word that we're going to be using. It's it's a non-existent. That is not something that's happening. So even with saying that racism is not going to die in our lifetime, that's something that us as a minority group of people need to eradicate from our minds. Because if we don't, we're entrapping ourselves in that philosophy, basically. Yeah. Well, and not even just as a minority as, as being black, but as establishers of the kingdom of heaven, there's no racism in the kingdom of heaven. So if we're like, if we're moving towards bringing in a new heaven, new earth, uh, as being part of that plan, it's not us. We don't move the needle. Right. But we do take steps in obedience. Um, I think we also have to say, like, if not, why not? Why can't we be the generation? Why can't we be the leaders that before we have grandkids make a monumental shift uh, in terms of human history? If, we need to. If, we need if, to. If, 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 if who we believe in is able to do what we believe he was able to do. Come on. Come on. Shut up. Yeah. It's, uh, it's also it's one of those things that what we need to remember is that uh, vengeance is the Lord. Uh, it's one of those things right now going through Revelation and uh, you see in Revelation uh, that uh, God finally acts. Uh, and it's one of those things that he has sat there and he's basically on like, okay, you know what? It's been too long. I've seen too much blood. Hold my beer. And he pulls out Whoa. No, no, no. So, God, 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 God says, hold my old duels. What? We're PAOC. He doesn't. Hold my old duels. Hold my old duels. That's the taste, but it doesn't have the feeling. 
All my, my dad. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those things that uh, he is the one that acts. And it's a lot of the times we fall victim to the fact that what ends up happening is the <laughs> baby. Uh, that uh, we. My bike. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's like we fall victim to the fact that it's like okay you know what we're gonna sit around and wait for Jesus to come come Lord Jesus come but the whole thing should be that we are rest assured that you know what God has got us God mm -hmm. is going to yep. enact justice and so then we can as has been said before in more powerful ways we can go and proclaim the gospel we can, can go and proclaim that the kingdom of God is at hand, that it is here, that it is accessible. Instead of wondering, it's like, oh, what's going to go on? And it's also, it's like taking this whole step of, I would say, reclaiming the beauty and the power of lamenting. Uh, and it's something that we can go before God and we can lament and then also be re-energized to go out and proclaim the good news that, you know what? It's like another brother or sister has died at the hands of another human made in God's own image. Right. It's like, you know what? Something needs to change and the kingdom of God is here and is accessible for you. And Jesus has come to deliver that to you, whether you be Jew or Gentile. It's one of those things that uh, a lot of the times we lose sight of the fact that, you know, that God has got us, that he will move on our behalf in those moments when we sit and look around wondering when God. Man, he's talking and y'all laughing. You're so stupid, man. What's seems like you're sharing. Seems like you're sharing his heart and y'all out here laughing because. You're <laughs> dumb, Okay, so you're. I'm so, literally okay, watching. If you're, if you're, watching, watching, this right now, yeah, if you're watching this right now, the reason why this right now, there's a reason why we're laughing. So we're not laughing at Tim. We're laughing because we also have a chat happening on the side to kind of keep us informed in, in terms of what's going on. He's talking next. Stefan, our brother, aka Hot Take, was holding his baby. You might have seen that in the clip. He then put the baby down, and then he swapped the baby, and he got ketchup chips. So everyone is laughing at the fact I didn't mean that to start my has ketchup chips. I didn't mean to start my video. It was a, it was just a, a force of habit. habit down the chips, and he pressed available video before he could finish the chips and put them away. We all saw his daughter, Aaliyah Joy, transform. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry, Tim. Tim was sharing his heart. I'm so sorry. sorry. Expressing the importance of the kingdom coming right now. Tim was exegeting right now. We are laughing because of a bag of, of ketchup no, chips. It wasn't Tim. You were so good, Tim. You were so you were, good. So you wasn't Tim. Forgive us. Right. We, we not know not what we do. Yeah. I, I, I Yo, just listen. end on this. Revelation 16. There you go. <laughs> Verse 9, and I heard the angel in charge of the water say, Just are you, O holy one, who is and who was, for you brought these judgments. Amen. Yeah. Wow. Amen. wow. That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you serious, Stefan? <laughs> Go 
Go ahead, go ahead, Jason. Close this up. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, so you think about it. Um, just, just kind of wrapping it all, all together. Um, just us being the kingdom, being the church, and also getting an opportunity to, um, as many of us are church leaders, that we're able to actually bring together cultures and different races. That's one thing that, you know, that's a part of my calling, bringing it, having a multicultural church. I did it before in the States, which is challenging doing it in here because many people have racism and many people have different hangups because they're not exposed. But when people are exposed and they, they get an opportunity to see, okay, black, white, brown, Asian, Latino, I mean, everybody working together and coming together, then a lot of those barriers start to break. And I think, I think this is one, one of the opportunities that we as a church, we have to realize that, okay, wherever we're at, our church, our neighborhood, and our uh, the nominations, that we have to make sure that we're all working together and that we're getting things done. And this is really the impact. You know, this is what Christ wants us to do. He wants us to be that light that shines in darkness and really to reach as many people as possible. So I think when we're in this type of situation, and even everything that's going on, yes, we're trading up our kids, we're letting our sons know, okay, this is how you conduct ourselves. But then we're also getting that opportunity to say, okay, even though adversity might come, we still have Christ to back us up and we still have our Christian godly principles to show love, even though when others just, you know, still might hate. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, even with all this thing going on with, with the shootings and the killings, you know, it's just for us to just continue to, to be the church, be putting encourage and help other people to get in positions to change our governments and also be active in in our communities mm-hmm. yeah big good work thanks for tuning into the house if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast and show on youtube support the team by hitting subscribe and engage with our content don't forget to follow us on twitter instagram and facebook to interact with the house members and suggest topics we should discuss all the info for these outlets can be found below that's it for us today thanks again for your love and support and let's stay talking